I'm Rachel Olstead, the intuitive business coach, and this is the Dream Builder Society podcast. My mission is to empower women to create an abundant life of freedom, wealth, and joy. I specialize in helping visionary, driven, and passionate women just like you grow and scale their online businesses through powerful strategy, mindset, and energy healing work. Tune in every week to hear my experiences and tips for building a wildly successful six-figure business while working part-time. I truly believe business gets to be fun and simple. You get to have it all, and I'm here to show you how. All right. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Dream Builder Society podcast. I am excited to share that we have a guest. Today, we don't have many guests here on the Dream Builder Society podcast, but I'm excited to welcome Doreen Korba, who is also a life and business coach um, to the podcast today. And we are going to have some hopefully really, really eye-opening conversations. And it's going to be a little bit non-traditional in the sense that we are wanting to just to have kind of a fun coaches chat and to share not only a little bit about our personal experiences with life, business, and just kind of that personal growth, personal development, but also share a little behind the scenes and kind of what we see happening with women in their own entrepreneurial journey as well. So welcome, Doreen. Go ahead and introduce um, yourself to us and share a little bit about what you do. So my name is Doreen. I'm a life and business coach, and I help moms grow businesses and families simultaneously without overwhelm in a way that feels like everything is thriving. And so it's just such a passion of mine. I believe every woman can make six figures on their own and create a life by design. So I'm I'm excited to talk with you about all things mindset and growing a business and having a family and all the things that I know both of us are doing. Yeah, <laughs> so looking forward to that. Yeah, I, I love that. And I'm so excited to have you here today because I feel like just I feel like in general, women in this space, we all have so much more in common than we maybe even realize. Yes, most of us are, you know, wives and mothers and, you know, maybe serial entrepreneurs and or former, you know, teachers are coming from corporate or whatever. But I think like at the end of the day, all of us just want to create, and I hear it all the time, right? I'm sure you do too, want to create like a life of freedom, right? And it's always about, typically about the lifestyle, right? That people want, um, you know, as moms, as wives, as, you know, we're using our business as a tool, really, like to do that and, and to fuel our passions as well. And to, you know, create that freedom, the flexibility, the financial security, all of that good stuff. But I guess I want to start with kind of that idea, knowing that um, we both obviously started from scratch, right? Like everyone else does. And I think it's so funny that, you know, women at different stages of business are always looking at like the person who's in front of them or two stages or three stages in front of them. And they're like, oh, it must have been so easy for them, or it must have been like an overnight success. They're like, that'll never happen to me. And it's it's so funny to all look back at like our own journey. And so I would love for for us to kind of start there even and just share a little bit kind of with the audience, really about kind of where you started from. I think we all have somewhat humble beginnings in our business journey and, and professional personal growth journeys too. But I would just love to start just a little bit, if you can kind of take us through like where you started on, you know, in your business journey and kind of just take us through like 
you know, even the last couple of years of, of what brought you to where you are now. And then I would love to dig into some of kind of the, the pieces that have been, you know, put in place that we've had to grow through, I think, and, and go from there. So if you wouldn't mind just kind of sharing a little of your humble beginnings um, to where you are now, I would love that. I love this idea because I think many women end up in um, compare and despair because it is, it's easier to see, oh, well, they've got the team and they've got this and that. It's no wonder they're able to get it all done. But in order to get there, we all start in the same place, which Mm -hmm. is having a belief of what's possible and working towards that belief every day. And so for me, it was a little bit of a zigzag. I wanted to sit with women one-on-one since a very young age, Um, but I fell into marketing. I was global VP of marketing in my corporate career was, you know, very successful, very driven, but outside looking in, it looked great inside looking out super hollow. Okay. So I figured, you know, maybe I, I just couldn't wrap my head around walking away from that salary. And going from zero um, because I was a double breadwinner. And so I wasn't in a position for me just to take a year off, to take any time off. So I bounced into marketing consulting and I did that for four years and being my own boss didn't solve it. I just wasn't making enough of an impact. And so it was when I had my fourth baby that someone reached out to me and was like, I, someone I know and love and said, I need someone to talk to and it's you. And I need you to help me through this, but I want to pay you because I want to be held accountable to myself and treat this like a relationship where I'm accountable. That's how I started. My baby was two weeks old and I started doing a weekly session with one person who reached out to me. It lit my soul on fire. I mean, I, I had experienced coaching. I had already had a life coach come into my life for personal reasons. I had already invested in that. I knew, knew that's what I wanted to do. Right. Um, and people in my life knew that that's what I wanted to do, but I hadn't made the leap yet. Okay. Um, and that's when I decided not to go back to corporate the way it lit me up. I felt like I had had three cups of coffee getting off one session, like, mm-hmm. like a Christmas tree. I loved yeah. it. And that's now how I feel about podcasting. It's like wherever your energy is, you just want to go towards that in your own business. Yeah. And so one coaching client led to me announcing that I was doing this, which led to more clients. And gosh, two and a half years later, I've made well over six figures in a year and replaced my corporate income. And which my, I, pr- I told my husband, I was like, I promise you, it's all going to be okay. Uh, just <laughs> give me some time. And he was like, oh my God, what are you doing? So I, I, here I am absolutely loving what I'm doing. And I didn't start out knowing I wanted to work with female entrepreneurs. I started out using those life coaching skills that I had learned. And then I was taught as a therapist. And so I started Mm -hmm. out and that's how it, you know, that's how it goes. It's like, you don't know your ideal client right off the bat. Some people do, but I didn't until again, I I fell in love with the minds of female entrepreneurs that believed in themselves, that knew they had the power to create a different way. And I just went, Mm -hmm. I just followed my gut. So yeah. that's my story. I'd love to hear yours. That's beautiful. I don't know if you've shared it already. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I, I love that. And just to see and, and hear again, like that confirmation 
of like you don't it's basically like you don't have to have all the answers right to be successful like you you just like one step (laughs) one right step one wrong step one right step one wrong step five right steps you know and it's just these like just like everything right these incremental upgrades these incremental changes decisions right that will lead us to you know and it's always so funny like looking back you're like what how did I get here right how did I create this and I'll touch on my story in just a second but like that kind of brings me to the idea of like the how right which is so funny and as you were talking I was thinking like everyone wants to know all the time but like how do you do it Doreen like how do you do it? And you're like, well, I just followed my gut. <laughs> and everyone's like, but how, but how, but how? Like we get so caught up on the how because our, our monkey brains are like, but just tell me all the steps so I can robotically follow your exact plan, yeah. right? And it's like, we never know the how until it happened, right? Like, yeah, we can have strategies. Yeah, we can implement things. Yeah, we have action plans and like, you know, we get advice from people, but looking back, like it never actually goes as planned, you know? And it's just so funny. I just wanted to bring that, you know, to light that, like, you're not telling, you know, when, when we share our journeys, we're not like, oh, this is how I did it. This is exactly step-by-step. You're just like, oh, looking back, oh, wow, I've created a, you know, very thriving six-figure business. And how, I guess, like now I kind of know, but like, it's always the hindsight is the how, right? And so I just wanted to kind of bring that to light because as you were talking, I'm like, it's so funny because I know, you know, in interviews like this, people just want to know, tell me all your secrets, tell me what you did. And it's never about the how, right? I I call it how greed. It's like, we're greedy for the how (laughs) for sure. And the truth is, it's like, I could tell you exactly how I grew my business, but that wouldn't work for yours. Yep. Like, what what lights you up? It's all about what f- following what truly lights your soul on fire. Because what lights you up is different than what lights me up. Mm-hmm. But yet we can have the same goal and reach the same things in different exactly. ways. Like there's no one way to grow a business, which I think is what people are looking for. Is like what this because ex- we're taught society teaches us there's this exact way, but there's not. And I I see this a lot. Like if you come from corporate, I just did two episodes on unlearning what you learned in corporate Mm, because in corporate, there is like a direct, you know, exactly where you're going. (laughs) There is a direct line. And so there is no how over here. Like you say, it's just like, you have to unlearn that that's the way as an entrepreneur. It's not, yes, it's the way in your old structure, but it's not the way here. Totally. Yeah. And just, I feel like, you know, in corporate, I don't come from a corporate background, but just in any like traditional setting, it's like, yeah, this is the how. And I think that's actually so funny. And we can we could probably talk to for two hours about this one topic, but like, we'll move on in a second. But it's so funny that people are so, especially, you know, like the women that we work with that like were really unfulfilled in those roles. It's so funny when someone was telling them exactly what and when and how and be here at this time and do this task and then do this task and then you can get a raise and then you can, you know, progress and whatever. When when they did know all of the hows, like they weren't fulfilled either. And so now that you don't really know exactly the how, it's just like this free flowing place. And it's like, oh, this is really scary. It was actually really annoying and unsatisfying to know the how, but it was comfortable, right? 
And now it's like, oh, too much freedom, right? We we had like that entrepreneurial freedom trap that I think we all fall into from time to time. But yeah, like my beginnings, um, I actually started kind of thinking about and toying around with the idea of starting a business. And I think it was the summer of 2018. Um, I had just one daughter at that time. She was, I don't know, how old was she? Like just over a year. And I'm like, something's got to got to give. I was, I was a teacher. Um, I taught high school French. And so in that time, like it was a huge passion of mine, but it was also like, "Mm, I don't, I can't see myself like teaching forever and having the government tell me that I have to, you know, work till I'm 65 and then retire and then maybe enjoy traveling. It was just so like procedural, you know, and I think that happens to a lot of the women that we work with and see in this space too, we're like driven, we're passionate, we're ambitious. And we're like, you know, whether you're a rule follower or not, we all kind of like follow that general societal like checklist, right? Here's what you do. Here's what's acceptable. Here's what's normal. Go to college, get the degrees, right? Like I have a master's degree that I don't even really care about because I thought that was like the next step, right? From there, I just kind of toyed around with like, what is this online space even all about? Like, I had no idea that it was like even existed, which I think a lot of women are like, their minds are blown. Like, oh, I can create a life and a, you know, financial security and and a business at home. And so I started looking into blogging, quickly realized I'm like, not for me, started, you know, doing some VA work, not for me Um, in the long run. Like, yeah, could I do it? yeah, do I want to? No, (laughs) like I meant for so much more and not nothing wrong with VA work, right? But for me, it was just like not where it was at. And so I actually realized through hiring one of my own coaches, like where, you know, like you said, where my passions were, where my natural skill sets were. And I'm like, oh, I can just, I can be a teacher and share my experiences and share all of, you know, this work that I've done in my life, right? And have my own classroom, just not actually go to the classroom. (laughs) Like my classroom is now my office, right? My computer, wherever my clients are. Yeah, like the early 2019 um, transitioned full-time into coaching. And here I am now, yeah, with a a six-figure business. And it's just been so, so, so Mm -hmm. fun to like, just, I, I, I say that coaching is like the gift that keeps on giving because it truly does. Like, I just want like my clients and, you know, both of us like want our clients and just everyone to just be able to like pay that gift of just like confidence and, you know, assurance in whatever it is, whether it's in life or relationships or in motherhood or, you know, on the home front. And then obviously through our business, we get to grow in that way too. Yeah, that's a little bit about kind of like my background, but I know that we work with women in very similar ways, although we don't necessarily brand ourselves the same, right? You're branding yourself as a life and business coach who really you know, for the most part does, you know, a lot of mindset work. I do a ton of mindset and and some energy work as well with my clients, but I lead with the strategy, right? I lead with the strategy because that's what my people need at this stage, right? But we all know that that can only get you so far, right? So I would love to kind of like dig into some of the biggest, and again, just keeping it personal just for a couple more minutes so we can kind of see like, you know, what, what, things that we've kind of overcome too, that we now see in our clients. And then we'll, we'll kind of go from there. But 
What do you feel like during has been kind of some of the major, even mindset like roadblocks that you've had to, and I don't want to say like overcome. I don't really love that term because I, I, I feel like we don't ever really overcome anything fully. We get to bring it up. We get to heal it. And then we get to manage it basically, right? It's not like, you know, <laughs> I think a lot of women maybe come to come to us and they're like, I am experiencing this. I'm so overwhelmed with this. I'm so frustrated with this. And it's just like, just get rid of it out of my mind because I don't, it, it's uncomfortable it's never getting rid of, it's just managing, right? So what are some of those things that you feel like you have been like major roadblocks for you that you've kind of began to heal and release in order to get to where you are today? Oh my gosh, there are so many. I know. (laughs) That's a really loaded question, but like, I mean, I think what makes me a great coach is that I have the same things. We all have the same thing. Oh my gosh. Yeah. It's just that I, and what I teach is a framework. Mm -hmm. That's a 12 step process to identify, manage, create new neural pathways, Yeah, you know, and all the things so that our favorite friends, our favorite thoughts love to come back because they're comfortable. Mm-hmm. I call it, I call it like um shame jail. Oh. Like you go to shame jail because it's comfy there yeah. instead of really kind of looking at whatever you're afraid of right in the face. So I'll, I'll share with you one of like the ones I'm, I'm working through right now. I mean, there's so many I've had to work for, through. Mm-hmm. Some of them are like feeling worthy of success. Yeah. You know, in marketing, people love to beat up on marketing people. And so I was like, you know, I was the only female executive in a room of white men. every single job. And, you know, you carry with you some of what you are told that you can't do. Like you're not a good writer. You're not a good marketer. You're not a good this, even though I had a track record of success. And so it really is working through that imposter syndrome and really grounding myself in what I know to be true. And what's beautiful is like client results don't lie. And so if your clients are getting results, every single one of my clients get amazing results, not only in their business, but in their life, because as solopreneurs, they're, you know, Oh yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. And so I really ground myself. I've learned to just really ground myself in client results and facts and really over delivering to my clients. Like I am all about guaranteeing their success, not me doing the work for them, right? but showing up fully present. And as my best self, I do a ton of development on myself as a coach. That's another thing that I had to overcome was that I had a lot of experience, but I mean, I've invested gosh, over $60,000 in two years coaching myself and getting coached and all the things so that I am at my best. But something that's really, really interesting that I found corporate very easy Mm -hmm. and it's because I wasn't growing. And growth is very (laughs) uncomfortable. And so I didn't know that growth was supposed to be uncomfortable. I thought that that meant I was doing something wrong. And I think that's one of the biggest things that I'm learning now is I am growing at such a fast pace as a woman, as Mm -hmm. a business owner, my beliefs, the way I'm bringing my ideas to life. And so it's really uncomfortable. But yeah. that's how it's supposed to be. If I, and that doesn't mean it's 
you know, painful. It's not emotional. It's, but it's, it's like on the brink of breakthrough is always discomfort and knowing that that's not a bad thing. Like before, when I talked about just like following my gut, cause it felt good. That didn't mean that it was comfortable. Right. That just meant out of all the discomfort, <laughs> this felt the best. Right. Um, and so really, I think a, a really big thing that I, when you ask that question that I want listeners to know is that it's okay. If things are really uncomfortable, that just means you're growing. And if you're not growing, your business cannot grow. Like your business only grows as fast as you do. So my gosh, that's so good. Yeah. Oh my gosh. There's so many things to dig into with that, but I think it's so applicable to like anyone at any stage of business too, right? You helping women, you know, grow to six figures and beyond me helping women to grow to, you know, consistent 5k months and beyond at every single level growth is absolutely required. And that's so interesting that you bring up the point that like, that it was like easy right? That your corporate job was easy or like, oh, this was easy because it wasn't requiring, right? A lot of new to come into your world, right? New thoughts, new experiences. It was just like rinse and repeat and do the same thing over and over again, right? Um, But that can only get you so far. And that I think where is where a lot of the unfulfillment and, you know, dissatisfaction with just life in general comes from, right? But the idea of like the the growth being very uncomfortable, like I just want to echo that and say it can actually, and, and I actually think even in the early stages or just from my experience, then the later stages can be like so painful at times right? And like can actually be really emotionally painful where it's like triggers a lot of these thoughts of this shouldn't be happening. I shouldn't be feeling like this. This isn't working. Something's not working because I feel pain. Like no one told me starting a business would be painful. And again, it doesn't have to be like, I'm not, I I don't want to glorify the idea of like, you know, the struggle is real. And like, you have to, you know, like it's so painful because it's not always But um, that old, you know, saying um, of like, you have to feel it to heal it. And especially, you know, when it comes to a lot of these mindset things that we all know come from our childhood and and our past experiences, for the most part, like, it can be painful during the process. But like, what's on the other side is so much more abundant, so much more amazing. And so like, if we don't, go through that, like, we'll never know what's on the other side. And so embracing that discomfort and like, not running away from it, but I found like running towards it. And, you know, like the the buffering, I think that happens with so many women. And I'm sure that, you know, like you and I have both done this, I have like very much recognized now I'm like, oh, I'm totally buffering this emotion, what's going on that I'm like, not dealing with, right. But I think the buffering happens a lot to where for those in the audience that don't necessarily like understand what I'm saying, it's just like basically avoidance, right? Of growth through, you know, distractions, right? Distractions. Oh, I need another platform or, oh, I should do this or, oh, I should just go watch TV or like whatever the distractions are as a buffer for that growth. But instead that actually prolongs the pain. Right. And it's so interesting that and when we look at, you know, mindset work and just like how our brains operate, like it's always so fascinating to see and to notice 
how people, right. And even our clients ourselves included are like often creating the exact results that we're trying to avoid. Right. And yeah, just fascinating how like avoiding things doesn't make them better. Right. And like really, really embracing that um, discomfort of the growth, I think is, is huge. And that's why I think Doreen like correct me if, if, um, you think I'm wrong or have another, you know, viewpoint, but, you know, entrepreneurship, not that I'm not trying to like encourage everyone to like stay on this path if it's for them, but it is not for the faint of heart, right? Because there are a lot of moving pieces. And so that's why I think it's like so profound when women do start seeing success. And like, it's just like makes our heart sing when we see that because it's like, yes, like you got it. Like you figured out that like, it doesn't have to be hard, but it it does require that level of discomfort, which not everyone is willing to put themselves through. You and I are so aligned because I say that all the time. Entrepreneurship is not for the faint of yeah. heart. And you're an entrepreneur. It's why I love working with entrepreneurs. Exactly. Because you're brave and you're strong and you believe. And on the other side of discomfort is freedom. It's the only way you can't go under, you can't go over, you can't go around, you have to go straight through. And uh, yeah, being a coach and watching and just having the honor and the privilege of helping someone get through it is the best. (laughs) Totally. Yeah. And I love that, you know, again, it's not like we were kind of chatting before I think I even hit um, record, but about the idea of it's not... It's not necessarily like getting rid of, you know, limiting beliefs or thoughts that were holding us back, but it's really like not even, again, that idea of new level, new devil that we always hear people talking about. It's like new level, same amplified devil. (laughs) It's like all there. Um, And so I would love to kind of dig into that because I think also women in even their first, you know, even I would say like year, two years for sure, until they really like let this sink in. They're like, oh, I just need to get over this thought and then I'll be on the other side. And then like, once I don't feel this way or like once I have this, then it'll be great. And it's like looking back now, I'm like, oh, when I was making 2000 a month or 5000 or had my first 10K month or 12K month or 20K month. And I'm like, I don't actually feel like a lot changed from like what, you know, making 2000 to making 20,000, because I was just dealing with the same things. They were just coming back up and I had to remanage my mind and like remind myself like, oh yeah, I think one of the biggest things that I struggled with and I feel like have really, really um, mastered like in my mind, like mastered managing my mind in this way is that idea of like, I have to work more to make more. That was a really, really big one because for me, like as a teacher, like it was always, you know, like this is your salary. Like you work whatever, 40 hours or you work a hundred hours a week and like you get paid the same amount kind of thing. And so I was like in entrepreneurship, I'm like, oh, it's more for more. (laughs) Like that's what I thought. And so it was like, I started my business and I think so many women too start their businesses so they can work less, right? So they can be with their kids, at least, you know, like that's really the the goal, I think, for so many women. 
whether that's part-time or full-time, it doesn't matter for most of my clients. It's like about 20-ish hours a week, like very part-time. And so for me, I'm like, what? How is that even possible to like, you know, let's just say earn a six-figure, you know, have a six-figure year, be a six-figure business owner, multiple six-figure, whatever in 20 hours a week. And so that's something that I really, really struggled with. But it's been so fascinating as I've worked to manage my mind and that thought and like really just poke all the holes in that story that I've been telling myself for a really long time. And I share this with my clients too, but I think it's important to hear and maybe this is your experience too. But the more money I've made, the less I've actually worked because I've done so much of the internal work, right? It's not like my hours equal dollars anymore. It's like, this is just who I am, right? I am a six-figure business owner. And so, you know, my 20K months that I've had and and working, you know, past that at this point is um, I found so fascinating. I've taken extra time off or trips that I've taken or, you know, like not even like worked hard, quote unquote, hard and actually made more money, right? And had more joy than the times where I was like hustling my butt off to you know, make $4,000 a month, right? So that's been like a really eye-opening experience for me that like, oh, now I do really feel free that like, I know I can, you know, make more and not work more. But that was a big one for me that I wanted to share that like pretty much I coach on like on a daily basis with my clients, like this thought of, you know, is this actually possible? Right. And then, you know, the childcare stuff is brought up and all these reasons why they can't have what they want because they, you know, it it goes back to the, I, I can't, you know, I can't work, I can't work more, so I can't make more. Right. And it's just like this resignation, which obviously doesn't serve us as as entrepreneurs. So I don't know if that's been your experience as well, but that was kind of a big block for me for a very long time. That's one of the things that I, <laughs> in, in that podcast, I, I was mentioning like exactly that. Yeah. And that, that idea is actually passed down from us from the industrial generation. Yes. Yeah. In factories, our ancestors had to work more to make more. Mm-hmm. But now that we're in the information age, we are still carrying over these generational beliefs that you have to work longer hours to make more money. And exactly what you said, it's, it's, you could work all the hours in the world and and not make more money. It's, it's income producing activities, working smart. That doesn't mean you don't work hard during those hours, but you don't need longer hours to create the results you want. Um, It's really one of the things I really love to talk about with my clients is like, income producing sales and marketing activities, not just the things you want to work on. (laughs) A lot of times the things Mm -hmm. that actually move the needle in our business are the mundane things, the things that mean consistency and um, showing up and really putting your thoughts on paper and actually creating a schedule. And by the time clients get to me, they have businesses that have been running and they either are onto themselves that they're going to fall into the trap of overworking and then yeah. losing the whole point they started their business for anyway, which yeah. is time freedom, or yes. they're far beyond and I have to scale them back. And one of the things I make them do is go on vacation <laughs> because <laughs> what happens is, is like, yeah. we think that the more hours we're working, 
is what we're supposed to be doing, but that's carried over from the whole reason you left what you left before. Exactly. Yeah. And so by sending them away, they become less resentful towards their business. There's a lot of resentment when you start to overwork in your business because you're like, it's taking all this time and I'm not making as much money or I'm making the money, but it sucked all my time. I'm never going to get this time back with my kids, like all of those thoughts. And so pulling them back and really working on boundaries around your work-life balance. Um, So I see both of that at the level of, you know, 10K months. I, I, I help women make, you know, 20, 30K months and beyond, but starting from like, you know, five to 10K. So that's kind of the range. And Mm -hmm. it's super important to have those boundaries because you're not the only one with that belief. Like that is a generational belief that we just have. Yeah. And we have to retrain ourselves. Yeah, absolutely. I want to talk and kind of shift just a little bit to kind of talking about like, what's the difference? And this is like, this episode is not about like, hey, everyone should have a coach go, go, you know, get a coach now, because that's the only way to success. Like you and I both know that there are a million ways again to success. If having a coach, a you know, strategic coach, a mindset coach, whatever a life coach is like part of your journey, and that's what you want, like beautiful, go do that, follow your heart don't get a coach, don't hire a coach out of like obligation, right? Because it's not going to be a great experience. And so that's not the topic that we're that we're talking about here. Um, But I do want to kind of touch on the idea of like, what is the main difference like to you and, and like what you see your clients, you know, struggling with and just like women in in general in this online business space, basically, what is like the main difference between like, how am I trying to put this? Like having a support system or an accountability partner or someone that's like, you know, kind of their cheerleader in their business versus having an actual coach. Because I think there's a lot of misconceptions still in the, you know, in this industry of like, oh, I just need an accountability partner. Like you said, your first client hired you because she wanted, you know, you to keep her accountable and AKA, you know, which is why she paid you. Right. And that's part of it. But like, what do you feel like as a coach, having also hired coaches and and just seeing in the industry, like as the main difference between just like having someone in your corner versus having a coach? Does that Makes sense. I'm I'm so glad you asked this question. It's such a great question um, because you can get really far with a mentor. A mentor is, or like an accountability partner, is someone who is going to, um, like you said, cheer you on and kind of show you what they've done. A coach helps you discover what you want to (laughs) do and helps you get so good of your truth. And what business you want to build because a coach asks questions. A mentor tells you what to do. And so the reason coaches ask questions is because the person who answers the brain's questions becomes more valuable. That's why we ask you to answer as a client versus just telling you what to do, right? We absolutely are going to, like, I always tell my clients, like, I'm just going to return them to who they are. They're not going to become different people. They're going to become more of who they are. No one knows their clients like them. No one knows their business like them. And they need to take that power back instead of looking at the problem of an accountability partner or whatever. Then you're just watching what everyone else is doing instead of focusing on growing your own grass. 
And then you kind of get into compare and despair land. So it's a slippery slope, but you can have both. Like, I think that it's great to have community growing a business. I think that that can all, there's also times in my journey where I did, that wasn't good for me. I shouldn't have, I shouldn't have seen other people doing, I should just stayed in my own lane. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Those are my thoughts. What are your thoughts? I love that. Yeah. And I think, and I see it probably, I'm just assuming just based on like my experience of like, you know, income levels and, and growth in my business. I'm wondering if I maybe see that even more than you do, you know, helping women who are kind of stuck at that, like one, two, three K a month and are really wanting to grow to, you know, those consistent five, six, seven, whatever that is for them. I I actually feel like there is kind of a big difference and gap between the 5k and the 10k because there's this like no man's land of like, wait, what, (laughs) what needs to change here? Right. But um, with that being said, I feel like I see that a lot where, you know, women will, will just say or share or like put off getting a coach or hiring a coach, whether again, that's a business coach or, you know, strictly mindset or a combination or whatever, simply because they feel like, I think one, there's, there's a lack of understanding of like what coaching is because there are a lot of coaches and actually in the grand scheme of things, there are like very, very, very few coaches. Like it's not normalized. I see in the next even five to 10 years, like the coaching industry becoming a lot more normalized. Like it's normal to go to a therapist. It's normal to have a counselor. It's normal to go to the chiropractor. Like I imagine that having a coach is going to be more normalized. But right now, I think that a lot of people are, and this isn't a slam on people in the industry, but I think it's just a misunderstanding that people um, label themselves or brand themselves as a coach when maybe they're not actually a coach, maybe they're a consultant or a strategist or a mentor, right? And they're branding themselves as a coach. And so I think there's a lot of misconceptions on like what actually a coach is. And I think a lot of people because of that are thinking that having a coach and just coaching in general is literally that telling them what to do, right? Like women will come to me like, hey, I want the strategy, like, tell me what to do, I I need a plan. And like, well, that's part of it, I can tell you all day, like, you know, how to market your business in a really simple and effective way. But that's not the core, right? That's not what's going to make you successful. And so I think a lot of women are too, just kind of like scared, like, oh, I already have these people, or I already have this course, or I already have this, you know, my husband's really supportive, or I have, you know, some entrepreneur friends. And it's like understanding, you know, what can only get you so far and like what resources and what people in your, you know, that you truly want to get you to the next level. Versus just cheering you on where you currently are, right? Because I think that's where a lot of women stay stuck for a really long time. That like, you know, being in the energy of someone who's done what you want to do, who has what you want to have, including the lifestyle and just who is like, you know, a few steps beyond you, at least in like this realm, you know, we all have things that we're still working on and struggling with, but just being in that energy, I think allows us to grow a lot faster, right? Rather than being in the energy of the sameness, right? Does that make sense of like, oh, I'm at the same level as these entrepreneurial friends, like who's going to help us grow to the next level if we're, if we're all here, right? Like being in the energy of, of that, that next person, right? Who you can not 
copy them, right? Not become them, but really like borrow their belief, basically, right? Like borrow belief in themselves and follow that kind of path and expand yourself instead of staying in the sameness. Because the reality is, and you and I both know this, um, but it's just kind of interesting to kind of actually talk about this because I don't think a lot of people realize that the the people that are in their, you know, in our current lives, right? Like our family members, even, right? Like our friends, even our spouses, even people that have known us for a very long time, like it's scary for them too to watch us change, right? Because it's new for them. It's different for them. It's like, oh, you know, my husband has said before, like, and I've only been, you know, in the game for really two years. And he's like, not in a bad way. He hasn't said this, but it's like, you've changed so much in two years, right? And it's not like, a, I don't know who you are. Like, you're not the same, you know, but he's like, you're not the same woman that I married like seven years ago. I'm like, no, I'm not. And I'm like, so glad for that, right? Those people, right, in our lives are well-meaning, right? But they want us to kind of stay the same. Like they want us to be happy and fulfilled, right? But they also don't see the potential, right? That will be out there. And so like having that coach versus just a friend or a support or a cheerleader, like it's basically like you can see the what's beyond your current state, right? Where a lot of people in our in our lives, you know, day to day, like can't really, right? When I talk about like, oh yeah, I'm gonna have a million dollar business, like not a big deal, not this year, but like sometime, you know, in my vision, I think a lot of people who aren't in this space or who haven't even thought of that are like, what? Like I don't even, I can't actually like fathom that. And so having a coach to like hold that belief that like, yeah, for sure you're going to have a million dollar business. Like let's step into that identity. So that was the long winded answer, but I think, I don't know if you have that kind of same, same experience with seeing people like, yeah, in, in kind of like bouncing back in between those two identities, basically. Yeah. And the only thing I would add is like one of, when I, when I hired a coach, then I didn't have to go to my husband who's not an entrepreneur. (laughs) Yeah with business questions. Like I was asking the wrong people for guidance. And I, I now totally believe like, I I don't ask anyone that's not where I want to go for help (laughs) or for guidance. Like I, I just, I know you'll get a lot of opinion as an entrepreneur. Everyone wants to tell you how to run your business. Oh yeah. Um, But if they're not where I want to go, like you said, with the balance that I want to have, I tune it out. And yeah. now my poor husband is off the hook from having to build a business he never wanted to build in the first place. Yes. <laughs> like this is my baby, right? So and funny. and I and then I would get frustrated that maybe like we weren't seeing eye to eye. And then I had to remind myself, like, well, he's not uh, he is not an entrepreneur the way that yeah. I am. And that's okay. That is totally yes. fine. And now I get to ask my questions to someone who is thinking along the same lines, has the same belief that I do, same thing, million dollar business in three years, have it all planned out. Like that's very scary to someone who doesn't have the kind of freedom that you and I do to actually go and build that. Yeah. And it's also like the idea of, and I think this, I I see this a lot, just like with my clients um, too, about like putting all our eggs in one basket, right? And like, 
even with relationships, like trying to make one person be everything to you, right? Or like even trying to, you know, in in our businesses, right? Trying to make our business provide everything for us, right? Instead of like us looking inward, like, okay, we can still be like, we are not am I trying to say this? Like we are, are, do not have to be our business, right? Like we're a business owner. We, we are the CEO of our business. We love our business because it's a passion and, and we get to, you know, do a lot of great things because of it, but like, it doesn't have to be our only identity. And I think a lot of women, like as they're growing and as they're thinking like, oh, the more money I make, the more I'm in this, the more I like, I am the business and I can't get out. And it's like almost suffocating, right? Because you're like, like, I I don't know how to like step away from my business or I don't know how to, you know, like grow. And so we stay stuck because of a lot of that. Yeah. There's so much to unpack in that, but you know, to, to not, you know, carry on too far, like with this conversation and and kind of go in circles, I would love to know kind of like what, at least for, for your clients and just like being a coach. And I know this is, this conversation has gone so many different directions, which has been fun, but I think like as a coach, what do you like really, really want? I would love to kind of take like the approach of what do you really love like the most about coaching and about kind of like the the work that you're able to do and or receive as a student of other coaches, right? And then like what's kind of one of the, I don't want to like complain or be negative like on this podcast, but I also want to be realistic, right? Like what's one of the things that is kind of difficult um, as a coach or even receiving coaching? If you want to touch on on either of those or both, I would love to hear your thoughts as we kind of begin to to wrap up. I love coaching. There is so much I love about coaching. I think my very favorite thing is being able to teach my clients emotional regulation and how to manage their minds while we use it for business, you apply it everywhere. And so I, you know, you, you, I, it's such an honor to introduce my clients to this skill set that they will use for the rest of their lives that will will change their life. It is, it's so empowering because I, my clients come to me and they feel out of control. And then in six months, they're completely in control. Yes. And it's enough of a time period where we've practiced and they've, you know, they know all of the different strategies. We practice it together. We bring up all the things. And as a result, when you have emotional regulation, you can manage your mind and your time, your business flourishes. And so does your life. It's not one or the other. The thing that's hard in coaching, gosh, that's a harder question. Um, cause I love everything about it. Gosh, I don't know. Or maybe even, um, just to kind of like wrap that thought up, like yeah. as a student of like oh, yeah. a coach, right? Like we can look at that, you know, both of us have invested like, you know, thousands and thousands of dollars into coaching for our own minds and, and businesses as well. Is there anything that's particularly just to kind of relate to our clients too? And, you know, the, our audiences, is there anything that has been like particularly difficult about being a student and having a coach? Whatever new phase you're moving into in your business, you have to form belief systems around the fact that you will, you have to become the person that's achieved that goal in order to achieve the goal. And every Mm -hmm. year or every time you meet your goal, you have a new goal. And so it's this, 
it's this kind of ebb and flow of this mindset work around embodying who you're going to become and the discomfort of like pushing past your beliefs to get there. I think that that is from being coached is definitely something that's going to be lifelong. I mean, if you're an entrepreneur, you're going to be growing, growing, growing. Yes. You want your business to grow. You're going to be growing. And so getting used to that ebb and flow around, um, we call it self-concept, like expanding your self-concept. Yeah, absolutely. I love that. And I would agree fullheartedly on on both sides of that um, in my business too. So this has been such a just fun conversation. I know that we didn't necessarily dig into like every aspect of, you know, coaching of, of just the entrepreneurial journey, but I feel like there's so much that, again, I just want to reiterate as we close up here that like, really, there's so much more that similar in all of our journeys than is different. And so like, you know, at at the sake of sounding kind of cheesy, like if you can do it, if I can do it, like anyone can do it, right? It's just about like having the the tools to like take those steps that you want to take. And, and um, yeah, I just want it to feel so possible for, for everyone to like get to their income levels or whatever they want in their business. Um, and it's just been fun to, you know, just share, um, share this space together and share this conversation. So thank you, Doreen. Where can my audience, if they want to get in touch and learn even more about mindset than I even talk about? Where can they find you? Where do you hang out? What does that that look like for them to be a part of your community? So the Six Figure Mindset Podcast is my hub where I go really deep in there on all the mindset topics around scaling to six figures and well beyond. Mm -hmm. So that's on any platform, Six Figure Mindset Podcast. I'm on Facebook and Instagram at, at Coach Corba, or my website is Coach Corba. It's K-O-R-B-A.com. Beautiful. And we'll link all that up in the show notes as well. So people can get in touch if they, yeah, if they feel inclined to to join you and your community and 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 just participate in that that growth alongside you. So awesome. Thanks again, Doreen. It was a great conversation and I hope it was um so profound and impactful for our listeners as well. All right, that's it for today's episode of the Dream Builder Society podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, we would love if you would head over to iTunes to subscribe and leave a review. By leaving a review, you're helping us get this content into the hands of other powerful women and playing a part in fulfilling our mission of empowering women to build their own dream lives and businesses. Don't forget to head over to my Facebook group, The Dream Builder Society, for more guidance, support, and high-level training so you can start learning, growing, taking action, and getting results in your business right now. See you there.